Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Alexis Garcia and Ed Carson here to break down the market action for Tuesday, January 2nd. And Ed, stocks stumbling a bit out of the gate to start this new year. What do you see and what's on tap for us today? Yeah, tech leaders were definitely uh, leading the way down. It wasn't as bad as maybe the NASDAQ looked, but I want to take a look at three stocks, uh, Celsius, Eli Lilly, and Microsoft. All right, we'll get to those three names, but first let's check on in with the major indexes. And as you said, the NASDAQ taking the brunt of it today, that finished down 1.6%. The S&P 500 was down six tenths of a percent and the Dow just eking out a, a, a fractional gain here towards the end of the day and small caps were down 1.1%. So Ed, taking a closer look at the NASDAQ here, uh, as we see, uh, that coming down, flirting with that 21-day line. Yeah, it's the first time it had touched the 21-day line since the day after its November 1st follow-through day, which was then followed by the S&P. So it's had this big run. I mean, the 21-day line, it's it's had a really powerful run at this point. So not a surprise that it, it's going to test it. You could argue that it's constructive in some way, assuming that, you know, it, it doesn't plunge down, that, you know, there's an opportunity for stocks to set up, maybe some laggards to catch, gain some ground, you know, build up their relative strength. So, uh, you know, it's probably tax selling for the most part. There was a downgrade on Apple, but for the most part, it just seemed like stocks that were doing really well in 2023, especially those that were near highs right at the end of the year, uh, took it on the chin. But otherwise, it wasn't that bad of a day. Now, I know you said it wasn't that bad of a day, but what should investors be looking for then as the week develops uh, to see if this may be just a blip or things may be going south? I think we got to find out, yeah, are these are the tech leaders that were out there? I mean, well, some of them may not come back. So you may want to be thinking about, do I want to take profits, especially if you weren't taking profits on some of these stocks as we were getting near the end of the year? Uh, tax selling isn't that much of a surprise here. So you could take some profits. Uh, you can just want to see which ones hold up the best. Uh, is there going to be a rotation to more defensive names? There was today, but that's today. That doesn't mean it's going to hold up. Uh, for down the road. So I think, you know, it's it's more of a wait and see. How is this all going to shake out uh, a little bit and see, and you know, to start the year? Because early January is often volatile, uh, you know, to, to start the year. All right. Well, let's switch on over to the S&P 500. And again, that one uh, breaking down uh, below that 10-day line. But as you said, uh, probably a pullback pretty constructive here at this point. It can be constructive. Obviously, you don't want to see 2% decline in the NASDAQ day in and day out. But like you know, having a modest decline here, it came off as low as the S&P. Uh, so not too big of a deal. It, it, individual stocks weren't so much fun. But the S&P itself, still very close. It's just pausing here. Just going to go very quickly, briefly on a weekly chart. You can see this was coming very close to you know all-time highs. So pausing here makes a lot of sense, uh, you know, in, at least, uh, you know, for the short term. All right, let's uh, hop on over to the Dow quickly. Again, that one eking out again, right down uh, uh, at the wire here today. Uh, what do you see on this chart? Yeah, I mean, this one, I'm going to go to the DIA, which is going to be not, so it's uh, up to date. Yeah, it was a nice bounce off the 10-day line. This has really been strong. This one is not closed below the 10-day line, you know, for a long time. Uh, and this is with yeah, Apple back since November, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, so this is really an impressive performance for something that's supposedly been a laggard, but it's 
been improving in the last few months. Apple was a loser today. Microsoft wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't helping. And yet still, this one was uh, had a nice gain. There was financials. There's healthcare. Uh, there's a lot of sectors that actually did pretty well uh, that the Dow that the Dow benefited from. All right. Well, let's take a peek over at small caps with IWM, and let's get your thoughts on the action here. Look, this tends to be more volatile. Actually, did better than the S and P and Nasdaq. Briefly, was positive uh, Tuesday morning. It fell off maybe because oil prices came off their highs, and there's a lot of oil names in in this index. Uh, you know, this is pulling back some to a natural area that sort of broke out of this 200 area, 2000 on the Russell 2000 itself. Uh, you know, again, it could be just a nice pullback after a huge run in the last couple months of the year. Great. And let's take a look then at RSP and SPY, kind of getting an idea here of market breadth. And what are you seeing here? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about, how it wasn't so bad elsewhere. Well, SPY, which is obviously the S&P 500, you know, that's going to mimic it. So 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7, all these kind of things. RSP was flat. I mean, it's, you know, just down a penny or so, uh, so or two cents. This held up well. It's like this is a nothing burger. So, like, while some of the growth names out there were five down five six percent, the average, you know, like you know, you 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 know, the equal weight our S and P was doing just fine. All right. Well, let's take a look at some individual sectors, starting with USO. That's the U.S. Oil Fund. That one fell today about one point three percent, finishing near lows of the day. And what does this move maybe say about the market action today? Yeah, it was a little surprising, and it jumped up to start the day. It might have even been stronger than this, so it had a nice bounce to start because there was Red Sea shipping concerns, Iran sending warships into the Red Sea with the U.S. and this huge flotilla, but that didn't hold. So that suggests that, you know, someone maybe not too worried about tensions, but it's also suggested that a man supply-demand picture really is pretty weak for oil right now. All right, let's take a look at healthcare stocks with XLV. As you said, really nice day today, up about 1.8% and really some of the strong performers of the day. Yeah, there's a lot of names. Eli Lilly was one of the winners. Uh, there was a lot of biotech, some of which may not be even that well represented in XLF, but United Health is perhaps, I think, the biggest name in this group that had a strong day. So pretty, a lot of breadth, insurance, drug giants, biotechs doing pretty well here. It's sort of a defensive play. Uh, you know, if you're not, some of these names weren't as extended as the others. So this has been an area that has really slumped for quite a while, despite some individual names doing well. So it's bouncing today. It's coming up. The relative strength has not been very good for a while. Uh, you know, that it'll be interesting to see if this can hold or if this is just a one day shift into something more defensive. All right. Well, let's take a look at semi, uh, semis with SMH. And those struggling today, uh, down about 3.4%, and again, flirting with that 21-day line. Yeah, it looks like it closed below it a little bit. NVIDIA was, is the biggest name in that. That retreat, it wasn't that bad for NVIDIA, but it was a, you know, it's, it's a noticeable retreat. There's a lot of big losers in the chip sector, been doing very well this year. Uh, maybe this is just going to be, maybe this will be constructive. Obviously, if you bought it more recently, in this area, you have to be thinking, well, when do I want to take profits? When do I want to lock in some gains? Because a lot of those gains are coming in. So just something to watch if you didn't already take some profits to be watching that closely if you're a recent buyer uh, you know, in, in this situation. All right. Well, let's take a look at software with IGV. And again, that falling today about 2.7%. And, and that's really uh, broken that 21-day line. 
really broke that 21 day line. It really didn't pause that much, you know, whereas the SMH just a couple of weeks ago was sort of around the top of its, you know, summer highs. IIGV was just, that was clearly the leading sector to start this rally. I mean, if you had to say one sector, uh, this may under play how much some of those names fell off because it's like Microsoft, Salesforce, Adobe, and there were some losses, but there was definitely some bigger losses that aren't necessarily that big concentrations in this ETF. But yeah, definitely coming down, something to note. Maybe this is just a nice shakeout. Maybe it'll be something more. This is why a little bit of a wait and see. Uh, don't just want to be, don't want to be too extended. Why we don't buy extended stocks, why we wait, you know, look for the right times there. Because if you were buying near the top on some of these things, not, uh, not a great time to be doing that. But if you bought, you know, software stocks as they were coming up in November, in general, you're probably sitting on pretty good gains. All right. Well, you mentioned Celsius. So let's take a look at that. Nice day today, up 8.3% closing near highs and breaking a trend line and, you know, really tested that 50 day line and, and came up powerfully from that key moving average. Yeah, a really powerful day. And I and there's a few elements. One is that it's got great fundamentals. So there's that. And it's also, this has been pausing for a few months. And these seem to be the stocks that held up better. No, now, this one really moved, but a lot of stocks had small gains or held up. That might be growth stocks, but hadn't really been running at the end of the last in the last few months. Uh, you know, I tested the 50-day line and this surged higher. Uh, it's already getting up to where it's sort of extended from the 50-day line. So this was definitely the area to be buying it right in here. So you could be buying it here, but just knowing that it's starting to get already extended from the 50-day line, which it touched earlier in the day. So that's how fast this one can move. It really can move quickly. The, the issue is that sometimes it runs up to the top of bases and then pauses or, or even falls back. Like back here, it ran up to the top of the base and then struggled for a while. So early entries are probably the way to go. Uh, with Celsius, and this one was definitely offering one today. All right, well, let's take a look at Eli Lilly. That's LLY. That one gaining about 1.7% today. And again, uh, clearing that 21-day and 50-day moving average, uh, having a nice day today. Yeah, this one is obviously another big winner in 2023 that sat out the last couple of months, maybe not as long as Celsius, not as deep. This is only a 13% deep base. So you don't want to make too much of it. Uh, but coming back here, breaking a trend line as well as retaking the 50-day line, this is a place where you could be uh, could have taken early entry. There's an area, a lot of resistance around 600 that you could also do. Um, you know, this is this obviously has a lot of weight drug loss drug opportunities. There's Alzheimer's drug that it's working on, so there should be the the earnings are expected to be very strong this year. Uh, we'll see if that relative strength line can bounce back up because it was a retreat here, but a nice start to the year. Yeah, and that was also uh, today's stock of the day. Uh, so you can check out more information on Eli Lilly over at investors.com. And let's wrap it up uh, with Microsoft, Ed. Uh, that one testing its 10-week line uh, after a prior buy point. Yeah, so it's got it tested the 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 old buy point here, and yeah, as you say, the 10-week line. The, it didn't come down to the 50-day line, but it did test the 10-week line. In fact, I, did it close below that? I'm not sure. It was right around that. So it, it actually closed just below the 10-week line, but it's basically testing it right there. Uh, at this point, the old buy point, I don't know if you really have to worry about that because it has this extremely tight flat base. It's only 6% deep. So even for a flat base, this is very shallow, sort of a base-on-base -base formation. Uh, so I think you know it could still retake that. I think it could retake the highs from the past couple of weeks. 
was looking on a daily, like if we could retake last week's highs or get up to 377, somewhere in this area, clearing this area, that would probably be a decent place for an early entry. Uh, RS line has come down because anything that consolidated has come down over the last several weeks, but not that much. And again, this is in a situation where if you bought when it was you know, early on, as the market was really first moving out and you had an early entry, you're still in a pretty good spot. It's only those who bought as it was sort of getting uh, up up to the higher levels that it's just been a little trickier. But this one has held up pretty well, uh, looked a lot better than a lot of the other mega cap techs today. And uh, definitely want to be watching as 2024 goes on because it's such an AI leader. If nothing else, you want to be closely following this. If this stock can't do well, that might say something negative about the AI initiative. So, I mean, it's like it may not end up being the leader this year, but you'd like it to do okay uh, <laughs> if you're in any of these AI stocks, because if they can't make money at some point, companies like Microsoft will say, you know what, maybe I won't spend so much money on these chips, so much money on all these things. Uh, so that's something something to be watching in 2024, definitely, uh, along with a few other big AI names. All right. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on that, Ed. And thanks so much. That's it for today. We'll be back with more market analysis tomorrow morning, starting with IBD Live. You can head on over to investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details there. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.